As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All Classic. of a sudden, the sonic screwdriver is sunglasses. Sorry, guys. I had to take a break. How do you feel about the sonic screwdriver being sunglasses? I don't even understand what you're <laughs> saying. Are those words? Are you using actual what words? What is a sonic screwdriver? <laughs> is that, that is a, a drink? I do not understand. Is that a beverage? Is that like an alcoholic beverage or something? Probably. Sonic probably screwdriver, is. isn't that your brother's username? It is. It is my brother's username. It's a Doctor Who reference. Oh. Well, here we find oh, ourselves I, in Doctor I, Who land again. Great. I heard the sadness in her voice. <laughs> We're in Whoville. <laughs> oh, great. All the Who's in Whoville rejoice. Let's do some spoilers. Yay! Yay! Spoilers, spoilers. Now we do the spoilers. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk you some more. You guys got a new theme song since... Oh, every time. Last week That's yet. the whole thing. The spoiler theme song changes every time. That way... Spoilers! <laughs> spoilers today Ooh, that was good that was good Why, save it man we need we're gonna run out eventually we're gonna need all the new oh. ones we can get um I, was, I thought i was auditioning oh <laughs> could be it's one of those things where because it's about spoilers we don't want people to have given away what the theme song is going to be so it has to be new every every oh, that's, time that is brilliant that is brilliant so we're here to chat yeah. the spoilers for Burnt, which is a movie with Bradley Cooper. He's Chef Adam Jones. He is um, at the top of this movie shucking oysters and keeping <laughs> track of them and mumbling to himself as over the introduction we're hearing kind of some of the backstory like I had it all. <laughs> I did this such and such and so forth in Paris underneath this great guy and then I really just mucked it all up. Got, uh, got Sometimes I was as good as I thought I was. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sentenced himself for his actions to shucking a million oysters. And at the moment that he shucks his millionth oyster, he walks off the job, which tells me right away he doesn't have good character. <laughs> because you don't just walk off a job, you at least tell someone, right? Like, I'm not returning, you need to find somebody else to shuck some oysters. Like when, not only that, he ate the, the millionth oyster, he didn't right. even he stole put it, it in the pot. That's right. He stole it. He stole an oyster. That's right. It was his sweet, sweet dessert of his penance that he had. So then he walks into, I think we're in London, yeah? Mm-hmm. And 
heads to London. And begins to flavor the food. And his goal, of course, is to return uh, to his rightful throne as the best chef ever and get his third Michelin star. And so he begins to kind of go visit people who are not excited to see him. And we get to see all these people reacting to him. And that's really when we start to understand the depth of pain that he's caused other people. In fact, the first person tells him the best thing that he could do is to swallow his own tongue, (laughs) which I thought was a fantastic insult. It was. I was like, whoa, that is really, that's a good insult. Uh, And some people who he doesn't know have the same reaction to him. So he obviously still has that edge that he had. Like when he goes to meet the, the female sous chef, that he oh, wants to hire out of his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't uh, like, she didn't know him before, but he, she immediately very is, is turned off by him. Well, you know, he's a very direct person. So when he tastes her food, he comes back to like, be compliment, like to compliment her. And, and she, you know, and so he says something like, try doing this next time though. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I don't think I want to have your opinion. Like get out of my kitchen kind of a thing. And, and his, his reputation may have preceded him a little bit. I mean, he was well known enough that she may have heard of him and, and no, have because, some. Because the, she actually says, oh, you're American. Like she doesn't. She, she doesn't. Okay, know who right. he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And right. even yeah. the owner of that restaurant was like, you don't know who this is, but he's a great chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been. Yeah off the map for a number of years people thought that he was dead they didn't know what had happened to him um, they hoped he was dead they hoped he was dead i loved guys i really liked this movie yeah this movie really like spoke to me on a lot of levels i'm going to jump ahead a little bit and say you know there's things that happen in this movie with friendships that i thought were just so wonderful to see that they're not taking this like normal road like uh, uh the person who told him to to, to bite off his tongue mm-hmm. is a wealthy young man who works in a great hotel that has this great restaurant well it could be better and um he apparently is in love with bradley cooper which we don't even know until three quarters of the way through this movie that he has a, a, he has an emotion a, a feeling of love and adoration towards bradley cooper's character and he in the movie was my favorite Daniel Brühl performance in the movie, by the way, was post kiss. Yes. When Bradley Cooper kissed him on the lips after finding out some important information. You know, it used to not be a big deal, honestly, for a man to just show expression to another man and just grab him and just kiss him. And like it was not it didn't have to be anything just like it didn't have to mean something if a woman just that was the expression of appreciation. You know, and in this culture, we're just hypersensitive to seeing a man, you know, being affectionate to another man or a woman being affectionate to another woman. I loved that they not only did they go there at one point in time with this kiss, which happens later on, and that's not even a big deal, but even in how they addressed when Bradley Cooper says he doesn't, you know, he's like, well, I can cook you breakfast. And and that's what I'm, that's oh, my favorite. There, that, is the, that is my favorite. That half page of dialogue. That's what I was talking about in the further show. That sequence, the scene is great. Yeah. The scene is perfect. But that half, that exchange of like four or six lines or oh, whatever so good. is as good as any piece of dialogue I've ever heard. Like it's old school Hollywood. It's the sort of stuff like people are like, they quote old movies. Oh, and they're it's like, so oh, good. it's so good. That's what this line was. He, like this series says, of lines. It was so I good. I wish I'd written it down because he, Bradley Cooper says, um, like, so he, he it was kind of like they needed to address that Bradley Cooper, I guess I should call him by his name, uh, Chef, uh, Chef Adam he wasn't feeling that same way towards him, but that hadn't necessarily been entirely clarified. Um, gosh, and how they got into it, even with just, he had just yeah, come out of the shower, of, yeah. you know, and there was just such respect. 
they they really treated this respectfully. It wasn't it wasn't overblown. It wasn't over sexualized. Or played for laughs. Yeah. It was just, I mean, there were laughs, but they were more. It was an honest moment. An honest moment. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. So he says, I can cook you, uh, make you a cup of coffee, maybe, or cook you breakfast. Cook you breakfast. Let me let me take it from here. So. <laughs> yeah, please, because if you remember, yeah, he, it, it's so good. He goes, um, this is after the information's been put out there, and he's like, the doctor, Emma Thompson's character, you know, didn't keep her mouth shut or something, whatever. Yeah. So they're there, and he and um, Daniel Bruce's character's like, you should take somebody to this party with you. And yeah. he goes, what, you mean you? Someone like you? And and Daniel Bruce's like, no, you know, trying to set himself off or, you know, cover himself. But then, so it's out there. The information's out there, and Daniel Bruce's character's about to leave. And um, so Bradley Cooper says, um, do you want me to make you some breakfast? And then Daniel Brule says, you mean instead of falling in love with me? Yeah. And then Bradley Cooper goes, yes. And then he goes, and then Daniel Brule goes, no thanks. But I appreciate it. <laughs> so the scene, like the lines are so perfect, but their delivery is so like, yeah, so like real and it's not quippy and it's not whatever. It's just this. But so, but what's so great about it? I'm sorry. That was uh, okay. Go ahead. The, um, it's besides just being a classy, classy piece of dialogue. Like we know how Daniel Brule feels, but this tells us how Bradley Cooper feels because in the earlier scene, whenever he's talking to the other chef about um, uh, what food means, and she's like, "It's an expression of love, first and foremost, right?" And so, the fact that he wants to cook him breakfast is, "I do have affection for you. Right. I do love you. I just I'm not in love with you." So. So the context is just so thick and so concise in those, what, four lines or five lines or whatever. It's anyway. like of all of the ways to address a moment between two grown men as to defining their relationship and love for each other. They did it with going to a party and making breakfast. You know, they did it yeah. in such a way where the only dialogue they had, there's just an undertone to it. And then all of a sudden there's just a direct question you mean instead of falling in love with me? And it's just like, I, my breath was, ha- I, I held my breath. Because I was so, thinking yeah. about, you know, it's always hard when you have a feeling towards somebody and it's not reciprocated. But for it to be addressed between two men in a film and for it to feel this respectful, I just, I really respected the movie at that point in time. So the movie deals with other relationships in, you know, honest and interesting ways as well. You, you know, we move on to him starting this restaurant. Uh, I'm thinking of two particular relationships. Yeah, we kind of jumped ahead to sure. that moment. So kind of, yeah, go back and yeah, sort of take a I'm glad we did that I'm, first because that I would have been just itching this talk yeah. the time anyway. So good job. <laughs> no <Yeah>. problem. <laughs> so there are two more relationships that I want to talk about as we progress through this plot. One is his uh, adversarial relationship with the other chef. His name is Michael, played by Omar Sy. Who... Uh, uh, is in the Americans, the main guy in the TV show FX is uh, the Americans, and is a great actor. Uh, but they have beautiful this, black man. Uh, huh? Is that you're talking about a different person? No, I'm talking oh, about his a different adversary. person. That's Michelle. Oh, 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 oh. You're talking about Michelle. Yeah. Uh, that was. I was like, this guy's not black, <laughs> unless he gave the most amazing was performance it... I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> was it Reese? Uh, yes, Reese. Matthew Reese. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, Matthew Reese playing Reese. Okay, yes. Okay, okay. I, thought, I thought that name sounded wrong. Yes, he's uh, he's the guy from the Americans. Got uh, it, got it, got it. But he but he has this adversarial relationship with this other chef. The who they rival work, chef. Well, they work together. Mm-hmm. Well, they the, reference it as Mo- Mozart and Salieri. Right, right exactly. So. And, and it's this you know epic proportions adversary. And then he's got this relationship with this woman sous chef that he meets that is also... Her name a, is Helene, played by Sienna Miller. And so what we're seeing in this progression of the plot is how those two relationships are impacting and informing the way he operates his kitchen. And right off the bat, we see, you know, he has a failure of a first start and he throws a fit and he does this interesting thing where he pretends that it's his fault and you think he's being sincere. But what he's really doing is is it, it's belittling. not yeah, he's yeah. belittling everybody in his presence mm-hmm. and and just just destroying people and like you just get a real sense that this is this you know is this guy how intense he is and the impact it has on people at one point the raw he volatile gets physical nature. with this woman because she won't uh you know bow to him the way the other kowtow i should say to him the way the others have and he she gets, calls she he calls her a disease mm-hmm. which i think can be true if you've got that one person in your group who will be rebellious he was trying to quell that rebellious but he literally gets physical with her and seeing a man gets getting physical with a woman still does this really interesting weird like i get angry like there's this thing that happens yeah i think that's just ground into us culturally or or whatever and i'm not sure when i think about it logically and kind of process through it you know i loved that scene yeah because when a man gets physical with a woman and it's allowed to be a real moment. Nobody interjects. No one steps in. You get your hands off her. She stood. She was able to stand on her own. We were able to see in that scene her saying, don't ever touch me again. And everyone yeah. was respecting that she could stand on her own and speak for herself. Like, you know, culturally and... and but there still is I, something I know, about I know. Strong, I mean, stronger never, versus weaker and pick that. on someone your I own totally size and, that. you know, all that kind of stuff that's built into us that... Well, and it, it infected later the rest of the movie. Like, whenever they... Fin- since we're spoiling, when they finally end up together, I was kind of pissed. Yeah, well, so let's talk I about that like, for a second. You can do better than him. I don't care. Like, I mean, I know he was getting better and the whole thing's about redemption, but it's just like... But he didn't, his, Still, like, his anger with her, he didn't her, make amends for that. His anger with her and his pushing her was he grabbed her, the front of her shirt and pushed her backwards, getting in her face. It wasn't like he picked you her sure? up and threw her across the room. He would have done that to any man in the room. Like that, his intense anger, if any man had been doing the same thing, he would have done the same exact thing. So he was treating everybody equally. I know maybe, maybe I messed up. But I actually appreciated that. No, I get that. it. No, Does I, that get, make no, sense? I, no, I agree. Okay. I absolutely okay. get your logic. So, but what I didn't like about them having a relationship later on, I liked it in both. I did and did not like that they end up having a relationship of some kind. We see them kiss. That is all we see that I like. Thank you for that. The development of their relationship is their adoration for their craft. And we don't even know that they're together at the end of the movie, We don't, really. and that's why I liked it. That's why I thought it was okay, because it didn't yeah. shift into, this movie is about them getting together. I was like, oh, no, they've kissed, because he very clearly had a problem with getting involved with women in the kitchen, and, and, and it she was even a says right after the kiss, oh, that was a mistake, or, you know, And then they whatever. kiss again, so then yeah. it's like, okay. But, what? So, so, but that brings up an interesting little side note, too. That goes back to what you and I talked about, Aaron. Well, we all agreed that this... This movie was a very blatant, like formula movie that was just cloaked in this other stuff. And th- that moment, uh, you know, 
around surrounded by fish was that you know i agree i'm having my special thinking spot moment it was my least favorite moment I, of the movie and i reveal my you know my inner monologue and then we I don't, kiss i don't think you they know? ever had to have that moment for us to respect yeah. their relationship and i it just no i don't either but at the same time i understand just when you I, because they didn't let it go into other areas they didn't show it them you know next scene they're on the bed and they're having right. sex. i hate that in movies like why do we have to go from <laughs> a passionate kiss and an exchange in a moment where two people are passionately expressing themselves physically in this form why does it always have to progress <laughs> to naked in the bed and you know what they had sure, a moment no, where sure, they sure. could have gone there and they didn't and i really liked that because he had so so he's in the you know the fish place and she finds him and it was, he's obviously contemplating all of his past pains because he had just seen his ex girlfriend who he had been a drug addict with and it just brought up a lot he'd he'd come to the he was reminded that his uh, mentor had died this was it Sean Paul or something had died and that he wants to send his knives to him which is a really deep and powerful thing he had this vulnerability they had a moment and they kissed like doesn't have to be a big deal. Thankfully, they didn't make it into a big deal. I, I like that part, but I also agree with where I think Josh was going in that it, it puts it back in that, oh, here are the things, here's the A, B, and C that has to happen in this movie for us as an audience here's to, the part to of the like movie it. Here's the part of the movie where he, there's a romantic connection. And, and see, puts his guard down, and that makes her fall in love And with here's him. the part, and let's transition. Here's the part of the movie where the adversaries come together and, you know, uh, have their it's, moment it's to just, connect but not be you know but, it. but it, it, I don't know I, I see what you're saying and I know that they're hitting like we're going to do this because this is what the audience wants or this is what the story wants and there's a pretty bow and, and the resolution but he also has these things he doesn't want to do and he ends up doing them he doesn't want to do drugs we don't see him do drugs we don't see him get drunk but it looks like he did you know uh, he, I think the movie's pretty clear that he got drunk I mean yeah, yeah. At least. something happened we don't know though, right? Because we weren't shown. We were right. not shown. Sure. So he doesn't want to be with a woman. He kisses a woman. You know, like so. There's these things where he has to come to terms. He wants to get his Michelin star. He doesn't get his Michelin star. There's these things that he has to address that happen differently than, like, if if we if the movie wanted to stay true to itself, the truth that was spoken at the beginning from his own mouth about things he didn't want to do anymore would have sustained through the entire film. But they don't do that. Yeah. And so I think that's part of this human. This is his human journey we're watching and, and there's a lot of grace extended to him and a lot of forgiveness extended to him and we the audience are doing the same thing. Um, so in this movie, as he's going through and he's building this restaurant and trying to kind of get to his goal, this Michelin star, there's a couple there's a couple major things that happen to big twists in the movie we're going to get to next. One is they believe that the Michelin star people are visiting him and so his restaurant they all get to work he takes control of his restaurant he tells everybody to you know basically by the way he'd just been beaten half to death by uh, people drug who needed lords. money from him mm -hmm, from so. his binge days because yeah. he disappeared mm -hmm. for years and now he's reappeared publicly so now they know where like, he i'm is. just thinking is there blood dripping in the food i know like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i know i thought that too so did he wash his hands before he started cooking rather than his fingers and things yes Rather than let his team, you know, really rally around him, he takes control. I loved that scene. I have to tell you, I did not. Uh, my heart was racing. I was. Yeah. I was in it. Yeah. I was in no, that, that scene. Great. It's that the best scene in the movie, in my opinion. Oh, it's yeah, so it was good. Great. There's just intensity, especially and, the way it ends, which we'll get to. And you know, 
here's the thing. Like, at first you're like, oh, he's not letting them do their thing. But then you're like, he, they shouldn't. He's the one that knows what he wants to do. But the movie and goes back on that at the end. They do. They do. And I think that it's okay. I think it's okay that they do that. But I agree. I wish they kind of would have kept his sort of intensity because in this moment, I agree. they all yes chef right behind him. Yeah. They're like, yes, chef. And they just cut. And you know what? They pulled out this great dish and it goes out. And did you guys see that coming? No. I didn't see it no, coming either. Not at all. No, no, and it's no, no. so powerful. The way it's done, here's what happens. They come back. Michelle. Uh, they push the dishes back to him and say, it's too spicy. And so, he's like, like too what? spicy. And his right-hand man who we had met earlier in the movie, who the first time that he appears, uh, Bradley Cooper's character, Adam Jones, runs away from him in fear. So he's in a chase between you know Adam and Michelle, and they end up having a brawl in this alley and the result of the scene is that we realize that when adam was on one of his drug binges bradley cooper's character was in one of his drug binges he apparently (laughs) omar was his sous chef right michelle michelle Michelle. yeah Mm -hmm. he was a sous chef and he had left to go start his own restaurant and in retaliation adam had gone and released rats into the restaurant and then called the health inspector. The health inspector. And That's so right. Michelle's dream of owning a restaurant was completely crumbled and crushed. So when Adam saw him, he was like, oh, this guy's here to to take me out and, and kind of ran. And I love, too, that the movie had kind of given that premonition, like, people are going to come after you. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the first one of the people, the many who come after Adam for but resurfacing. But the movie sold so well that it was it was okay in the, and he but was Michelle working with him for yeah, so long. He and- extends his hand and says, let's work together. It's all behind us, all water under the bridge. And here and then, we are in this Michelin star scene. And then the spices, he's like, too spicy. And, and just the way Michelle comes around the corner, says, I put cayenne pepper in it. Shows his hand with cayenne pepper all in it. And and, and he says, that was for France. That was for Paris. Paris. For Paris. Yeah. And walks out. And he walks and out. Like, the audience was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh! I mean, that was crazy. What were you thinking when you saw that, Josh? That no, I was I was totally thrown for a loop. Um, that, it's I, I agree with Aaron. Like that scene, I, that dialogue bit from the earlier we talked about is my favorite hunk of dialogue. But this is like overall scene. Like this is that was the best scene. Like him running around doing all stuff, and then to just end on that. Like you're with him. Like th- th- he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, and, you're thinking he's gonna get his Michelin star. Yeah, or if he doesn't, like. You're definitely not expecting foul play. When they came the, back you know, in with that plate, like, oh, I was like, harder. what? Yeah. What about what? Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was brilliant. And the, and yeah. it's, and the brilliance of that scene is also why I think I was so put off by what happens later in the movie. So as we continue on, uh, you know, he comes back and then we see like he's maturing and he's you know learning how to do things. And then we find out that they weren't actually Michelin people. Well, so that causes him to have a pretty serious break. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes to the bridge. He throws off his book of shucked oysters. You mm-hmm. know, he has this moment. He ends up starting to go to group therapy. The book of oysters. He goes to therapy. He decides that he does need to go and talk mm-hmm. about things because he hit a super low that night. Let's talk about this scene. Of when he appears in his rival's restaurant. Again, I, and I, I brought it up before, another one of those typical things that these kind of movies yeah. have to do where the adversaries are each other's best support, you know, and it's this. You, you didn't like that? 
I thought it was fine. I thought it was executed fine. I was just, I was just like, of course we're going here. You know, I didn't. Well, it just, it feels out of place because these are the same things we see in like little teeny bopper romantic comedies. Right. Or, exactly. Like it's the same formula. So this movie keeps giving these glimpses, these glimpses of transcendence beyond that, above that. But then it it just sucks you back down to oh, but don't get don't don't make any mistake. We're still going to keep this dumb for you. Yeah, dumb you, is the wrong the word. Whole, but the whole, I don't mean that sounds really condescending. But like, I don't mean dumb. It's I just, knew he was going to say you're better than me from the moment he knocked on the window drunk. Like I like that. Yeah. Really? Everybody like I. Knew I exactly guess this where is like a going. telltale thing. <laughs> I don't like, know. It's like I I knew it was I need you, you know, I need you to be good so that I can be good. like we need each other, we're adversaries. I mean, it's just it's I, textbook. Yeah, it's just mm. very very textbook. Now, that's not to say their scene wasn't performed well. I thought it was performed well. I, I thought it was thought interesting. I thought that was a really beautiful scene because he goes he goes into their his adversary's restaurant, you know, completely smashed on who knows what. And so his uh adversary, what's his name? Uh Reese. Reese. So Reese clears out, you know, all the guys who are cleaning up the kitchen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, he, he, the hard thing to watch was Bradley Cooper's character being so distraught. Like his, his seeking perfection led him to the point where he literally puts his head in a plastic bag and is suffocating. Now he he's never really in any danger because the plastic bag isn't wrapped around his neck or anything. Like he can still get flow. Yeah, I wondered if they were trying to make us think he was in danger or like what were no, they trying? I, I mean, just, or it was just I just it was think just he was watching somebody destruction, self destruction. Have you ever seen somebody really really wasted? No, no, I, I don't know that I have. And like just self destructing. It, it's like that. You know, it's like watching someone that's just doing stupid something super stupid. That I mean, he couldn't have hurt himself because this bag only came down to like his chin, you know, and it was sure. like one of the bags that you use in, in a restaurant to, you know, put, uh, put the fish in or whatever and do your like food saver thing, you know? So it's like one of those, but his pain was real. And it's like, I also was, it was like watching someone goof off, like you're goofing off. And then all of a sudden it just tips over. And it's like, I'm not really goofing off. Like I really am. Yeah. In that pain. was the feel I think they were going for was like, yeah. It- I, yeah. I, th- I th- in that moment that's one of those moments where it really stood out to me that uh, like I, I just really disassociated from it because I'm just like if this is so hard to be a chef like don't do it you're not a, <laughs> you're not saving people's lives man I don't <laughs> you know? think it was so about- that was one of those so for that moment like I all, all <sighs> I could do was make that I for personally I just made that moment about the other guy about Reese you know and that was actually that was the most interesting thing I thought was this guy who is with his, you know, frenemy or whatever, you know, having to try and take the, he's put in that position to take the plastic bag off. He chose to. Yeah. Like he made that, a choice. That was more interesting than, he was more interesting in that Make him an omelet. Than, than I, I felt like was. that was the, that was the moment when it's addressed, like when you don't hit your goal of being perfect and you hit rock bottom, yeah. what happens? And I thought it was really symbolic that he was suffocating inside of of moving forward because that bag symbolized in the movie this new world that he had missed out on that that food had shifted into this next era and here he is putting his head in it and suffocating in it and then realizing and then having a break and then crying and i loved that this guy put his hand out and just linked hands with him what i wish the movie would have done was sit in that moment a little bit longer i wanted to watch that moment a little bit longer because that's when i realized oh these guys used to be good friends oh these guys used to have a friendship. Mm-hmm. This isn't yeah. just that, you know, we work together and we rise each other. 
they really used to like love each other. There's a certain level of crazy that they both go to. And that was a human moment when he chose to tear off this bag and just be like, dude, you got to just stop, you know, and just help him kind of get through that moment. And I, I don't know. I really love that sure. scene. It's interesting to hear your guys' response to it. And it makes me kind of sad. Maybe I missed <laughs> like some great movie at some point in time where this is done better. I no, you make it. a good point. Like I thought, I mean, here's the deal. I, th- I think the, the formula is executed really well. It's a really crisp version of it. You know what I mean? And it's got all, and it's got all the nice, uh, it's got the nice trappings, right? It, so it, it it looks like it's more, it looks like it's more, and and it is it's well, garnished it is, very well. It is completely well, very nice. But it's also it is completely well thought out. You're right. Like that's all. I mean, him trying to kill himself or suffocate himself on the you know the very thing that's yeah that this his well, like that I get that's all true, and I and I think you're right. And, and in that sense, like the specificity of it mm-hmm. maybe well. Um, his, is is makes it a little stronger, but the but it's still the same and his, roadmap. His next place he goes, besides having breakfast the next morning, the next place he goes is to counsel, and the first thing she says is, "Oh, you're still alive," because he thought that not hitting perfection was death, and here he is for the first time on the other side. So I thought that was kind of a cool moment. Then we've got the montage. We kind of move forward in time and the group comes together and, you know, we uh, find out surprise, that it surprise, the Michelin guys weren't the ones at the table that send it back because of the cayenne and they have a moment to kind of pull it off and he chooses to pull it off as a team because he trusted his team. And this is, I think, Aaron, where the movie could have gone two ways for me. It can go in this direction, which is a storybook direction. Yeah. You know, everything's going to come out roses or it could have gone you know, things are going to go well, but he still maintains that strength and that veracity. So you have moments in movies sometimes where the creator's intention is the exact opposite of what you get. For me, that moment in this movie was when he said, we're just going to do what we do. Mm -hmm. I think that's supposed to be a very powerful line. And for me, I was like, lame, yeah, lame. Where's the guy? Like, where's that guy who takes control and you know what I mean? And I felt I, that too. And I was just like, okay. Uh, I, see, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I'm with them on that because I was in for the whole ma- the whole Seven Samurai thing from the beginning. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I see. Where okay. this is the where the samurai all get the chance to work. And I thought I I did think it was a nice juxtaposition to that that awesome scene in the middle. You know where he does everything himself, and. You know, yeah, and, and the and the food fails because somebody sabotaged him. You know? I I feel like I was in the middle. I let it go when when Aaron you say lame. I was mm-hmm. like, oh okay, we're not going that direction. We're going in this direction. So there's kind of like you know you're on the lame side and he's on the yes side. I'm in the but middle. Here's the but other, but here's the other part of for me that moment negates the power of the sabotage of the first moment because we're supposed to believe they did it. You know, perfectly and well that first time, but it failed. But they because didn't of, do it. He did it perfectly fine, and well by himself. Sure, that's true. Sure, yeah, I, and I get that distinction. And actually, that that's a valid point. But but for me, I'm going okay. Now the reason it failed, the reason they they you know weren't going to get three stars, doesn't have as much to do with the sabotage. If it's all supposed to be about his journey to finding the way, you know, this oh we just do what we do attitude that he's got all of a sudden. If that was the problem then the sabotage is less meaningful to me. So it kind of stole a little bit of the power yeah, of that scene that. 
because I wanted it to be a second chance scene. I wanted it to be like, oh, let's do it again. You I know? felt like the end of the movie for me was the weakest part because I think it did the thing, you know, where then instead of it sitting in that moment when the food is delivered, it fades out, fades back in and they're on a bridge. No, we've never been on this bridge before. We've never been in this thinking spot before. I have no reference point of where we are. Is he, you know, 20 years in the future? Like, where are we right now? And then, you know, his buddy comes yeah. out, Tony, played by Daniel. He comes out and he just does the subtle nod which is actually what he's been doing the whole movie he does subtle gestures to you know like indicate that things are okay in the uh in the scene um in the restaurant or not which i i don't i loved his character his mm-hmm. character is maybe sure. one of my favorites yeah. but yeah. um even like oh like when he he goes and he realizes that uh helene the girls uh played by sienna helene um like cares for uh, adam and is wondering if he's okay after he'd been like taken and beat up and he comes over and he goes, oh, you know, Helene. And he gives her like a kiss. Like, like, oh, you care. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you care for him. Yes, I know this Bless feeling. I feel so sorry for you. This is a hard. He's a hard one to love. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I loved yeah. that. That was really cool. But anyway, so, you know, they, they share this kind of like knowing nod, leaving us to assume, okay, so that's his Michelin star. Mm-hmm. So, okay, he got it. And then what's the, what's the final scene? I'm not even remembering it right now. Oh, family, family dinner. dinner. Family dinner. Ah, he had not come to the, to the, to the table with all of his crew and he goes to the table and he gets his plate and he sits down and that's that's the end of the the end of the movie signifying mm-hmm. that he realized he did need community i like that message i'm not opposed to that message oh no i love the message i just didn't necessarily i like the way we got there mm-hmm. um i because i and it's my own presumptions right it's my own wanting the movie to be about something else yeah. you know uh and wanting it to be a little different than the typical Oh, he's mature now, and now he sees the yeah. value in his team, and it's it's like you know. You know aside from the cussing of this movie, this is a great like here. Family watch movie. this and learn about how to interact with people, and you know I, they could have totally played up. You know that this little girl, the the little girl being you know in this movie and her being a mother, they could have played up all kinds of things. They really could have brought in more themes because but I they thought- tiptoed or they they hinted at, and they nodded at it i guess the entire time and so i don't know i really i, I thought the it. movie was going to a place where it was going to allow him to be who he was and and not judge him in the same way most movies do for that for that he was going to find the balance and, he was going to find a balance yeah. with who he was yeah but because in in where i started to see that where i thought that was developing was with the little girl yeah where she was like i need this day off for the birthday and he's like no you can't have it and I thought the movie was saying to us, oh, that's okay sometimes to say yeah. no, but to make a balance and adjustment where she comes in. And, mm-hmm. you know, so there's, there's a yeah. balance to, yeah. the, to the pain of it. And, but instead the movie decided, you know, that's, that's not where it wanted to go. It wanted to go full, you know, well, surrender. It all, I don't yeah. know that it actually went full. I think that it didn't give any reference to his characteristics retaining any of that quick right. quickness. Yeah, yeah. And I think it would have done good if they would have shown us a little bit more of that quick, you know, intense uh, Ramsey personality that has a place. Like, if they yeah. would have brought that back in, because it kind of went, like, almost, like, docile on us. He kind of exactly. went from having... Neutered. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. a little bit neutered. And I think if they would have shown a little bit more of that intense personality, it would feel like a more well-rounded meal. You know, it's kind of like it had a lot of potential. Sure. So, who paid I, off his I, I will say uh, his the, girlfriend, the, uh, his ex-girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. The um, 
the ending when you talked about uh, being a little weaker uh what there was this there's a fade out before it comes up and we see you know him on the bridge or whatever and when that fade out happened i had like a a microsecond debate with myself about is this over am i okay i'm actually happy this is over now this is a great place to end and you know, I and this in that split second, I oh, you thought that had that could resolved be the that that yeah. was the ending, and wanted that to be the ending. Yeah, because you kind of left. You just see them work together. Yeah, and then we don't see the last follow up stuff. Now I understand why they do that. And right, like some of those other scenes earlier would have had to have. I mean, I wasn't sussing through like the whole family dinner scene from earlier and thinking, oh, that needs to resolve or whatever. I just thought like that's. That's a really that's the boldest, I know. classiest place to end on that yeah. fade out right there, where we don't know if he did it or not. We just know that he did what he was supposed. The to. The note that I wrote that I think goes along with that was okay. So was the third star important or wasn't it? What's the right. movie telling us? Is it mm-hmm. telling us that that was the point or not? Because if it fades out there and it doesn't come back, it's telling we us that's not the point. The point right. is not whether he got the third star. The point is who he grew to be. Yeah. But because it comes back in, then the movie's going, well, actually, it is about him getting that third star. <laughs> you know, it's like it's about so, it's about the, you know, second chances and, you know, right. that yeah, it yeah, was yeah, his sure. journey, you know. But I, I, I do want to. I go... guarantee you there was a draft of the screenplay without that those tags on the end. You know, and that's where it I ended. agree that would have been. I didn't think it was ending, but I was like, oh, we're fading out here. Like, I would have wanted to sit in that moment like we did in the first scene when the false Michelin star moment and the betrayal of the cayenne pepper moment where we sat there in the kitchen and watched him as he kind of went, okay, we just did it. It's all in their hands now. Like I kind of wanted to sit in that moment longer, but you know, we had a fade out. Okay. When you said that though, Josh, about the whole family dinner thing and it didn't give any indication that it needed to come back and wrap around and touch on that again. I agree with you because when he was in there working, I was like, thank you. There are some people who just need to be the boss. They don't need to be inside and, and always hanging out with people. There are some people who just need to be That's that have thing, the vision right? and, and be okay with being on the outside. So so I really appreciate that scene because it wasn't like people were like looking over going like judging him like why isn't he at the table with us? It was the, like he's the, movie the boss. didn't it's have okay. the courage to say that. It yeah. had to bring it back to where no yeah. to be the better person you have to you know. Overall though I really did enjoy the movie. Well and that's the thing I did too. I actually did enjoy this movie. You mm-hmm. know like I said I'm probably ending in the B B minus range. Even even the point you know you mentioned the, the debt so he had this drug debt that he couldn't pay off which is why he got beat up and he I think his intention was to save up the money and pay him back as he could but it was obviously substantial you know because he couldn't just you know he didn't want to take out a loan because he didn't want to rely on his new relationships to help heal the old he really was okay with taking the hits like even when he's betrayed he kind of laughs to himself because it's like i deserved that well he says it was was still shucking oysters yeah that's why that's why i i brought it up because the movie doesn't in a storytelling sense tell us how he changed to let her do that without ramification. Like there's no, but, but, but that's the thing. And that's why I loved it. He didn't have to let her. She said that was just as much my debt as it was yours. And I appreciated that because there well, are you some... can appreciate that. I'm saying he shouldn't have appreciated like what changed. Why not? Well, what changed in him because it from was the person because it, it was hers. Like that was her debt. It so wasn't anyone else's he debt. He believed what she said and that was they... willing at that point. See, I'm just yeah, like, they went on a drug binge that together seemed against the character that I felt like they were drawing. So, so I think there's a difference between someone like, it'd be like if I went on a drug binge with my boyfriend, 
you know, and and then I came to reconciliation. First of all, Justin would be really upset. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, let's let's take this as an example. So let's say it was before I got married. I want a drug binge with my boyfriend. And then, you know, years later, I have to pay that debt. I I would have to pay that debt. I wouldn't want to ask Justin for that money. I wouldn't want to ask my parents for that money. Let, let's say I wanted to make it my own. But then my ex-boyfriend comes and says, that's actually just as much mine. You know what? That's true. So it just makes so much sense that he didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, I okay. thought, it, I thought it was a cool, that's respectful fine. thing. I don't that's know. Fine. I really enjoyed that when she... Uh, yeah, I thought it was a little convenient, but I, but I, at the same time, like... She was called... It's the, it's the, it's the most... It made the most sense. I mean, it's the only... Right. I felt like they painted themselves into a corner. That's the only thing they could do to get when the When the drug lords walk out and they're like, you're lucky or whatever... I'm like, who's going to be the one? Was it was it his buddy? You know, was it uh, was it Tony, the you know who loves him that paid for that because he has all the money because he'd already made reference. No, he doesn't want to take the, the loan from me. So I was wondering who it was, and when it was her, I was like, oh, that's perfect. Thank you because that to me says that there are people who are willing to take ownership for their own actions. And Tony called her, so that was part of it. Is that sure. he reached out and said, hey, there's this trouble. And she was like, you know what? I do need to step in and do something about that. Yeah. And I'll bring the knives with me from my father while I'm there. So I like that part. It makes sense. I'll tell you one thing. When uh, I decided this is the movie we were watching this week, I certainly did not expect to have this much conversation no, on it. Me like either. It's, uh, it, it, I, I, I had no... This is one of those movies I saw the trailer for early on with my wife and I was just like... Nah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that's, Not for me. That's I don't why, care. <laughs> that's why Ida in the chat, when she first saw, when she heard my reaction, and uh-huh. I said I liked it, I, I loved, loved the movie, it, yeah. Ida was like, what? Because <laughs> we talked before I left and she was like, I don't know if I want to go see it. So she went and watched the trailer because she was going to come. Uh-huh. And after she watched the trailer, she's like, yeah, no, I'm not. And I was like, I know, <laughs> I know. And it's going to be one of those weird like love movies around food. But it, it wasn't, so. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you hanging and chatting. Some more spoilers. Lots of fun. And, My uh, pleasure. Uh, spoilers. As always, thanks for checking it out. And we'll catch you next time. I think next week we'll be talking some Bond. You're Woo-hoo. always welcome to join us live on Sif Pop Fridays at noon central. And, of course, you can always catch it in your podcast feed. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.